0: the official podcast of Trampon Gaming. This is episode 26, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to correct me if I'm wrong. Of course, I'm joined by Pinch and Triceros Watts. We're going to be covering gaming news. We're going to be covering a little bit about Valorant. And of course, we've got to cover the new game streaming service that could potentially be coming up because we always cover those. And then we've got to cover, in my opinion, one of the biggest stories that has come out recently. This was based on a Motherboard article about the world's largest video game cheating empire. We've covered deep topics here about cheating, and this is just another one to add to the list. So let's just go ahead. We'll dive right in to some stories. Apparently, Netflix is reportedly going to push into the video gaming market. What does that mean? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, no, sorry. no, you're right. <laughs>
1: i'm sorry
0: <laughs> i know it, it sounds it sounds insane right it sounds ridiculous
1: i feel like it's the next kind of piece of evolution for netflix to be honest they started with the the mail the mail order rentals you know with their dvds and then they went to they went to the streaming service which was basically groundbreaking right
0: I, I think so. I think it's the same thing that you could argue with, like, uh, you know, like Gamefly, right? Remember Gamefly? You get your subscription in the mail, you get your monthly games that you ordered. Uh, I thought if there was any game that or any company that would be positioned to get into the game streaming service, it would be something like Netflix, right, that came out of that service. So, yes, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Obviously, that's not what happened, but regardless, it is sort of the next step, right?
1: i think i honestly think so yeah like it's like you mentioned you mentioned gamefly and i think that they had i think netflix and their team was like gamefly is a great idea but i don't think houses i don't think it's sustainable because of i mean and we've we kind of talked about it before the podcast like consoles aren't really the thing you know like Mm -hmm. and a lot of consoles Started the downloadable games. So you didn't really have this like. Need for. Renting video games. Like in that manner right.
0: I I would agree with that. And I also would. Argue that the way that we consume video games. Has changed drastically. Over the past 20 years. Hell even the past 5 years. I would argue. That things have changed. I mean we, we see we've covered it. It seems like at least a couple times a month something comes up with Stadia, uh, which is Google's game streaming service or I think it's Luna, which is Amazon's new game streaming service that's tied into Twitch, of course. Uh, There are others, Apple Arcade is a great example, $5 a month you get free, free, (laughs) (laughs) pay as you go, premium mobile titles, whatever that means for you.
1: Dude, an Apple Arcade, no joke, is amazing. Like I love Apple Arcade because the games on there are all games that I would have easily just bought off of the off of the Apple like store, you know? They're they're really well done full games. They're not they're not your free to play, pay to win, you know, gotcha games. Like they're they're legit games on the arcade and it's awesome. Right. So I think that I think that Netflix and their their streaming, their gaming streaming service, um, seems like the right next move. But again, like how sustainable is that? Because Stadia isn't Stadia isn't something that I'm really interested in. You know, am I going to be interested in Netflix gaming streaming, game streaming, whatever they want to call it? probably not i'll probably stick to steam and buy my games it's crazy
2: what what would their service be like i mean like the is it the subscription part of it like i see they're they're talking about games that are like uh related to shows like stranger things and stuff yeah i think i think it would be sort of a but would they do like a rental kind of thing? Like, like no, old Netflix? No, I think it would be
0: a very similar sort of Game Pass sort of... Well,
2: that's what I'm asking. It's it's just for original games. It's not like a new kind of like... Because I'm thinking if they... It, never mind. You know what? It's not... That's not what the article's well, I, about. I, I think I'm that
0: dumb. when it comes to... Can they compete right is this something that they can actually compete against google and amazon maybe even facebook uh, apple i mean can can they kind of throw their hat in the ring and say we've got the technology we've got the server space you already have a netflix account give us 5 bucks extra per month maybe and you get access to x number of games like a game pass style system and, and maybe that's a maybe that's really compelling I don't know. I, it, again, to me, none of this stuff is compelling. Literally, none of it. None of it does anything, you know, for me to move the needle about that that cloud gaming this year. You know.
1: But we're not casuals. Like that's the issue. Is like we're we're skewed because we've been gamers our whole life, right? This kind of opens up the opportunity for people who aren't gamers to test the waters of what gaming is all about, you know? True. If that's a thing. True. I yeah, think.
2: Yeah. It's it's probably more of, like, something like, oh, your kids play games on their iPad. Like, here, you already have Netflix. Instead of buying all these games on the iPad, just, like, get the service.
1: I remember, mm. so, a long time ago, there was something called um, the Sega Genesis. <laughs> and my my cable company had something called uh, Sega channel, which was basically something that you hooked like it was a cartridge that had like a coax cable that you screwed into the wall. Um and every month it would have like a rotating 20 or 30 uh, Sega games. Hmm. Which was kind of cool. And I think that if Netflix did something like that, that might be really that might be really neat for um, you know, their their uh you know, base, because they already do that with their movies, right? So movies and TV. So why would why wouldn't they do that with their gaming?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm still I'm still excited to see how all of this evolves personally.
0: It's a valid point. I think you're bringing up. Both of you have brought up points that I think I just completely fail to see. Is that this is aimed at a casual market it's aimed at an audience that maybe is going to be interacting with newer games for the first time ever potentially i think that's powerful in and of itself you're right i think that is something to celebrate I mean, business sustainability aspects aside you know if they can really make dollars on it we've seen what epic has done with their game store via the lawsuit that they have with the Apple. I mean, we have a clear picture and understanding as to what they've been able to do monetization-wise. We know what Steam does. Yeah, I don't know why there couldn't be another player in that market. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. All of this is complete speculation. Netflix, you know, who knows? We'll see. But this, this, it certainly, certainly would make sense. Now, something else interesting that's coming out very soon we actually have a, a release date for this well not a release date but we know when we're going to get some more information battlefield 6 reveal is coming on june 9th it was tweeted out from the official battlefield account june 1st so as of the time of this recording yesterday really don't know a whole lot but it is going to be revealed excitement anybody excited Gonna get Battlefield Six.
2: How are the other five? <clears throat>
0: I think quite good. Um,
2: yeah, I've never played any of them.
1: So Battlefield Four was amazing. Yep. Um, they it had some of the, in my opinion, some of the best like groundbreaking gaming coming from a battlefield. They took that and mm-hmm. made Battlefield 1 which was World War 1 based which I sunk probably a good thousand hours into. I fucking love that game. Um, oh. Battlefield 5 was a World War 2 sim basically and I don't think that um, I don't think I had as much fun with Battlefield 5 as I did with 1 but I still own it and I still p- have played it. So I might buy Battlefield 6 mm-hmm. because I, I really do enjoy those, those bigger um, sort of like war war games, and the the gunplay is all pretty realistic as well. So,
0: hmm. yeah, this cool. I'm I'm also maybe interested in more than I have been in the past few years. Of course, grew up with Battlefield, but I, I don't know. I have to admit, I I'm nostalgic for the old ones, you know, nineteen forty five and.
1: Um hmm. I don't and that was a good one.
0: Even what was the futuristic one? Uh
1: I don't remember. I just know I just know like four was the one that really like I was like, alright, I'm a fan of Battlefield. <laughs> you you got me, EA. <laughs>
0: Yay! <laughs> I uh, see. I have to look it up. I have to look it up because it is that important. Twenty-one forty-two. Okay, so of course, so Battlefield nineteen forty-two is the first one. Battlefield Vietnam, Battlefield Two, which I've really played too. Battlefield Vietnam, I did play. Uh, Twenty-one forty-two, I loved, absolutely adored. And then, obviously, the Bad Company games, Battlefield Three, Four, Hardline, One, and Five so lots of battlefield games starting in 2002
1: it's crazy
0: absolutely crazy i
1: have to give it to dice dude they do they do really good games
0: they do it's true and i am interested in seeing at least what this one is gonna look like so we'll see Alright, if
1: you get it, I'll get it. We'll play together.
0: Okay, I like it. There we go. Boom. It's settled. Alright, so... This has been a big story. That we've got to cover. I don't even think we have enough time to cover the entire story, but... Motherboard, which is Vice, did sort of this expose on the cheat-making group, uh, which is known as Chicken Drumstick, and their head guy, whose name is Catfish. Again, go over, read the article. It's on vice.com. It's spectacular journalism. Spectacular journalism, really. And to me, it just sort of sheds more light and I would say sort of affirms what we've been talking about for a long time, which is that this cheap-making Business is a multi billion dollar business that lives in the shadows of these legitimate companies and games. What I did not understand is how the market could be cornered for specific niches of games, right? So, specifically, this article and this cheating group focused on like PUBG, PUBG Mobile. Um, Those were really kind of their big initial games that they went after. And they basically cornered the market because they had the best product. But this is illegal. This is not like back in the day when you would put your cheat codes in on GTA 5 and have infinite weapons and (laughs) art. Oh, no, no. And if you are cheating in an online game, multiplayer game, against other real people, there are real consequences. It really is illegal to do so. You're breaking the terms of service. And I, I just, I'm astounded at the money. Anybody else have any kind of takeaways from, from what's going on with this latest cheating scandal?
2: I was going to say, wasn't there one not that long ago? Um, Was it Valorant Cheaters? Am I mistaken? Uh, I think we covered... There is some, some other cheating group, or, you know, hacks group got taken down recently. So good! I mean, this stuff is, like, not okay. Like, people work really hard on these games, and they're just, like, exploiting it, and Making money off of a product that people worked really hard on.
1: It's true. It, it really is true. Like I, my. Imagine wanting to cheat on F- PUBG Mobile. You're that bad at the game. You want to cheat at a mobile game? Come on, man. Like that's yeah. And imagine making that much money off of PUBG Mobile. Well,
2: million. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. That's a lot of money.
0: It's only a matter of time, I would say, before legislation really catches up to this space because it is just that detrimental to the industry that something is going to have to be done that is like a solid definitive hey this is this is the precedent we're setting when you get caught doing this kind of stuff and you know you're making crap piles of money i mean this guy the main guy who's in charge cap is just millions of dollars in bitcoin stashed away in luxury vehicles etc i mean he's made a lot of money a lot of money doing this this cheating uh creation and i think that some companies really care about the integrity of their games, some don't, but whether they do or not, something is going to have to be done here, uh because this is this to me, this has now gotten to a point where it's out of kind of out of control. you know
1: I agree, I agree. I mean, cheating running into a cheater in any game sucks. Sucks. and it makes you feel it, it kills like all of the fun out of the game for at least that round and maybe several others you know um definitely needs to stop i'm glad that i'm glad that these guys got caught and i i hope that more get caught gotta go faster i guess
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with it. I mean, there was a really interesting quote in here. I feel like I need to I need to just define this from the article because it's so fascinating. Um something to the effect of Here we go. Here it is. An employee of a video game company with knowledge of cheating organizations told motherboard that It's, quote, a negative spiral that can kill a game. And it can.
1: Totally. 100%.
0: These free-to-play games, games that we truly enjoy, if they're overcome by cheating, people aren't sticking around, they're not buying cosmetic items, they're not buying battle passes, they're not even just sitting there playing the game, maybe streaming the game, doing anything, because they can't deal with so i don't know i i do i hope all of these cheat makers are caught (laughs) this is ridiculous Uh, hopefully hopefully we'll see some real global efforts to kind of punish this activity but uh, i don't know we we shall see all right so we're gonna wrap up our news stories i think with What's been going on with Valorant, which there's been a lot of news here recently. Where do we want to start?
1: Then one. The tournament. Sentinels did win. Yeah. They didn't drop a single map. That's fucking huge.
0: They sure didn't. I thought the tournament was fantastic.
2: And TENS was officially signed.
0: Yes.
1: Yep.
2: Sorry. Didn't mean to talk over you.
0: No, I mean, there's just... There's so much...
2: It's exciting yeah, times for so them. So much to
0: cover. Um, what did y'all think of, of Masters, the first real land tournament for Valorant that we've, we've ever seen?
2: Not surprising ending.
1: (laughs) I thought it was fucking amazing.
2: You know, it was great.
1: A lot of really good teams showed up, dude. Like to watch the best of the best in the world play a game that we all love. You know, fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I have a new favorite player.
0: Who's that? Oh, Vanity. (laughs) Cat ears.
2: He's great. I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. Very fun to watch.
0: Good stuff. All around, I think that Riot just knocked it out of the park. I think they crushed it. Obviously, I'm a little biased, but I really just felt like they did a great job. There were some technical difficulties. That's fine. It's going to happen. I just was very impressed with the production value. I was impressed with all of the analysts, all the commentators, Golden Boy was spectacular. Uh, yeah. Bring him back, AEW, by the way. Bring him back to call some matches <laughs> for real. The last time that man called wrestling yeah. matches, let me tell you what. Spectacular. Just saying. Put the bug in his ear. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was just so, so thoroughly impressed. And Sentinels won. NA on top. Let's go. Fantastic. All right, (laughs) moving on, Valorant Esports. Apparently, we have some monthly player numbers. Now, we've really not heard anything about any kind of monthly player numbers from Valorant. Not, not any, nothing, literally nothing, right? So we've had no idea. It's not like on Steam where you can take a peek. Apparently, since, you know, this is the the one-year anniversary of Valorant actually being fully released. An average, quote and I'm going to quote this, an average of more than 14 million PC players from around the world log on each month to play. 14 million monthly active users. And We've talked about that term before, monthly active users, even just last week with Blizzard Games a couple weeks ago. So, that's pretty... <laughs> That's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. A- any thoughts there?
2: I can't believe CS:GO has more players per month still though. <laughs> At 27 million, that's that's a lot for a doesn't really sh- old game. Doesn't that's surprising. Doesn't sh- Although, although some of the player base may have shifted Valorant, obviously a lot of them have. Um due the due to the relative similarities between the two. Um But yeah, that's that's still pretty surprising. But I think I think it's only gonna grow from here. It's only been a year.
0: That's what gets me. That's what gets me. Is the fact that this game has only been fully released for one year obviously the closed beta started april 2020 right but we've only had this game released fully for one year and you're 14 million monthly active users i just think that that's that's pretty good i don't know i mean could it be better of course could they have 20 million monthly active users of course they could I I think you know that's probably what they're shooting for
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know I think that's a hell of a start
2: and they announced Valorant Mobile
1: yes y'all got phones
2: <laughs> y'all got phones
1: I keep joking about this, but like, it kind of, I might have to get an even better phone now to play all these
2: games. (laughs) Right? That Pro Max is looking real good. Whatever the hell it's called.
0: (laughs) Well, I think even Bravo said it in Discord earlier today. No console version, no console love. We're just going Mm. straight into a mobile phone game. No.
2: I feel like consoles are dying. Consoles
1: are dead, my dude.
2: PC master race. Yeah, it seems
0: interesting. I know that some people on Reddit were commenting that, why are you putting out a mobile game? Your your core gaming audience isn't going to play it or whatever. I, I don't think that's true anymore. Okay, I really don't think that's true anymore. I do think that, you know, listen, I play a lot of mobile games. Not your bullshit mobile games, but I play, you know, play games on my phone. I, I just don't think <laughs> that, moving forward, you can make games and not have a mobile component. And it sounds absurd. It sounds crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. But that's going to be more important. PC is always going to reign supreme. I think that's that's always going to be sort of a central point. But, boy, mobile games are are just becoming a necessity for every developer Every developer has to, has to have some mobile game component. And and furthermore, Riot has some experience. They've made now Legends of Terra. Granted, it's supported from PC. Yes, they put TFT on the phone. It's supported from, from PC. Although they really had to build a lot of stuff ground up for both of those titles. So it doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock me. Not to mention that. And they have
1: Wild Rift, right?
0: Right. That was exact. You got it. Yep. exactly where I was going next was Wild Rift because they built that literally from the ground up. Okay, literally from the ground up. So you can't tell me that they can't figure this out and put it together faster than Diablo Immortal. Oh,
2: burn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, cut it out.
1: So my perspective is this, right? So they (laughs) have, they said how many, how many... Active users, active monthly users per month. What was that number? Yeah.
2: Fourteen mil.
1: Fourteen million?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guarantee some of those have younger siblings or kids who are of age to play games like this, but don't have the PCs to do so, right? and they want to just be cool like their big brother or, you know, their their dad or mom, and be like, hey, I want to play that game. Here, here, kid, play on my phone. Right. Like, you know, go, go play go play, yeah. you know, go play on my phone. Plus, it's you know, it it's a direct competitor of games like PUBG Mobile and Fortnite and all of the other you know mobile shooters mm-hmm. it's it's a smart move dude like whether or not it'll be received well by the current community i don't think that honestly really matters
0: yeah I, I just want to speak to the efficacy of the mobile game market why you would want to you know why their research would point them in this direction is because when you look at where things are going again A lot of emerging markets, a lot of younger players, a lot of people. Everybody's got a phone, and you can tap into those demographics that maybe you wouldn't be able to tap into before. You know, Valorant is a PC-only game. Having it immediately moved to mobile, as opposed to a console or something like that, is probably just a better, you know, business sense. And keep in mind, Epic took Apple games or (laughs) Epic Games took Apple to court over purchases in app purchases being rerouted through Fortnite. I mean that's how powerful mobile gaming has become that we're seeing billion dollar companies throw haymakers at each other in the court of law. Yeah. So
1: spending spending full last days talking about pajama or banana pants. Oh my god. <laughs> Um at, you know, I, I was just thinking about it, and it's actually really brilliant to, to, to put it onto mobile versus onto the console. Because like you said, everybody has a phone. Not everybody has a PS5. Right. Or you know, like yeah. everybody who when we were growing up, consoles were the shit because like consoles were better than computers, but now like computers are easier to get and you know arguably cheaper and last longer than your console.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
1: I mean plus like I I don't even turn my pay- PlayStation on anymore.
2: Ours doesn't work right now. And we haven't bothered to fix it. <laughs> Whoops. Mhm.
0: Better-
1: Consoles became like their your Roku's or your, you know, media boxes.
2: Yeah. I I've called it the Netflix machine for years. Our Xbox 1 and then our <laughs> PS4. <laughs> it's
1: wild. It's wild to think about the evolution yeah. of all of this.
2: What was the last game we played on uh, on PlayStation? Mine was the uh Just trending
0: for me last year.
2: Hmm. Yeah street fighter occasionally yeah. but since it broke not <laughs> nothing, nothing.
0: <laughs> i know what a shame but
2: yeah oh well
1: i play games on my phone though <laughs> and you can just buy the stuff from this from your store on your phone from Valorant. holy shit like just think about that mm. yeah mm-hmm. like i don't have to put my my three digit code on the back of my card in anymore i can just apple pay that <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: right. Wow, well, and that's that's how they do it with TFT. Yeah. I mean, like you can, like for example, let's say that I have dollary dues on, you know, the the League of Legends client that I can spend on, um, you know, little heroes or something like eggs or whatever for TFT. I'm not going to have access to that currency when I get on my phone. You know, like if I, if I want to buy something, mm-hmm. I need to buy it through the store. Now, obviously, all my cosmetics I unlock via PC or unlock via you know, on your phone etc vice versa but still yeah not, <laughs> not exactly cheap when you get that added little apple tax or google play tax on top of it all right so we're going to wrap up episode 26 how we always wrap it up with what we're listening to what we're watching and what we're playing uh what am i listening to uh honestly <laughs> This is gonna sound a little bit strange, but I've been listening to the Pixies. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. So good. So good. Um and uh and new M M. Uh just got a new song out. And uh new modest mouse. So Oh go. Go, go listen to Pixies. If you're young and you've never listened to Pixies before, I kind of just sort of rediscovered them.
1: So
2: yeah.
1: Highly I mean, recommend. Just,
2: just to, 100% yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> Pinch,
1: what are you listening to? Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of Chet Faker recently. Um it, he kind of reminds me of when we first moved to Portland. It was like my first introduction to him and his music and Loom and like that whole kind of Subgenre of music So I've been listening to a lot of that Really nice Nice
2: awesome. uh, What kind of music is it? Like what genre? Uh,
1: I would say it's like It's just like really chill kind of I don't know like chill indie almost Like but not really um, Nice Okay in the same like vein of like uh Dude, I don't even know. Like it's just a it's such a unique sound. They're <laughs> really good. He has a good uh cover of uh Black Street's No Diggity, so check that that out. Oh what about you, okay. Sarah? What are you listening to?
2: Uh my usual alt mix, you know <laughs> nothing new.
1: Any changes on it? I haven't I haven't really looked at it.
2: Uh yeah, I've added a few songs. Um Oh shoot, I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe I can open it really quick. See if it'll come up. Um Oh my gosh, ads. <laughs> so much fun. Wow, you know what's funny? My playlist Oh, there we go. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but Manchester Orchestra has new music out. Did I did I say I that think last time? So, okay, they have a new song called Bedhead, and it is a plus. I I love it. It's so good. So yeah, that's that's a new one on my playlist.
1: It's
2: a good car jam song.
1: Nice. You gotta
0: have those, especially. The song. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. What are we what watching? Are we watching? <laughs> um, Jinx. Wrestling.
2: I, well, I think Bish. Yeah, I was going to say we probably wrestling. have the same one. We watched Double or Nothing over so the good. weekend. It's fantastic. Yeah. All League Wrestling has, you know, their
0: four big pay-per-views throughout the year. This was one of them. It was fantastic, spectacular—the first one in over a year that actually had a full audience, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just so cool to see wrestling back and and in person. That is just so exciting. It's sort of the intangible aspect of what makes professional wrestling professional wrestling, and AEW <laughs> knows how to do it right. So, yeah, that's, yep. that's what we've been watching. WWE, on the other hand definitely been struggling a little bit here as of late and they've released a whole slew of new talent uh just actually as of today the time of this recording which is crazy i feel awful for those wrestlers that are now basically unemployed and have 90 day non-competes and have to pick up the pieces i mean i can't imagine just randomly on a wednesday morning oh i've been fired no no notice no nothing so it doesn't make you feel but uh uh yeah Wrestling. How about you, Bench?
1: Uh, so I watched a couple different things this week. Uh, first off, there's an old, uh, like older, I guess, Adult Swim show called Black Dynamite, which, uh, you know, kind of mimicked the movie Black Dynamite from, I think, like the 70s or 80s, whenever it was made. Uh, hmm. super, super funny, absolutely ridiculous. I highly recommend watching that show because it's funny. Um, and then I watched a documentary on the Donut King. I don't know if you guys heard about this dude, but, like, I guess he was a, he was a Cambodian army general, uh, who had to flee from his country, came to America, created a donut empire, and, like, helped bring his family over as well. It was actually a really, really good, uh, documentary, so... Check that one out. That What's one is. It on? They are both on HBO Max, I believe. So go check those out.
2: Okay. Perfect. I will.
1: That sounds interesting. Yeah, Donut King was really, really good. I I put it on his background, and then I stopped doing whatever I was doing and watched it. I was like, oh no, I'm...
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't watch documentaries while I work. Like I get way too into it.
1: <laughs> so good. So good. I haven't even. Ah, uh, so. I have got. Okay, alright. I gotta look this up. Yeah, dude. Like, I I, I don't want to spoil it, because it's really, like, it's cool. Like, it's cool to see his, his rise. Like, he got the, he got, like, George W. Bush gave him, like, this award for, you know, living the American dream. Like, he's met, yeah,
2: oh! so this is like fairly recent not,
1: not w sorry senior like in our life but yeah but yeah, oh, yeah. Well still and like he, yeah. he met
2: i was thinking like 60s or something
1: no it was during the uh i think early 70s is when he fled like around the same time they were having that you know crazy crazy war oh, right
2: yeah that
1: the dead kennedys were yep. singing about in holiday in cambodia
2: Yeah. i was like oh
1: that's what that song's about Duh.
2: Yeah. makes
1: sense. (laughs) It all tracks in my brain. Um.
2: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Anyway, what are you, what are you guys, uh, what are you guys playing?
0: Well, the same thing that you're playing at this point. (laughs) 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 Started playing, well, obviously Valorant still, of course, but we started playing Rocket League and um, I'm just some hot trash. I'm some hot ass trash garbo. Dirty
1: gold player.
0: <clears throat> it's, almost, it's almost painful. It's almost, you know what I mean? It's just, it's on the verge of painful to even say how bad I am. Um, so I'll come back here when my head is not hung with shame. And uh, I've had some more time to grind. But what the hell are y'all playing?
2: Well, you guys so graciously played some ranked Apex with me the other day.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: That was hella fun. We did yeah, really we well, did. actually. We came close to some dubs. I think we didn't get a we didn't get a dub that day, did we? Not in ranked.
1: No, I don't think so. I no. think we the highest we got was like top three. We I definitely think
0: got a top three finish for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah, so that, that yeah, that was fun. We played a lot of a lot of yes. Apex this weekend. Me and me and Dish.
1: And of course, we did. Uh, we did our community night golf with your friends.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so fun. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> what a blast!
0: Yeah. Thank
1: you, everybody who showed up. That was such a fun yes. game.
2: Yeah, we had a great crew. Yeah, lots of people.
1: It's awesome. We should do. Uh, we should do another community night soon. Yeah yeah
2: how about next month or this month i know it's it is june.
0: june it's already happened
2: it's june happy, happy pride, pride month also happy pride hell yeah
1: absolutely
2: yes we should do another one this month uh i guess we'll uh we'll decide that and mm-hmm. let everybody know
0: details to follow We'll figure it out. I don't even know what we're going to be playing. We've talked, about, we have tossed around so many different ideas for games to play on Community <laughs> Tonight. Like we have like an endless list of games to play at this point. So, um, yeah. Definitely don't be a, a stranger because uh, we'll, we'll have some, it'll be fun. We'll figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else to add before we wrap up episode 26?
1: You know, want to play some Valorant? No. Oh, nailed it. Let's
0: go. Hey, <laughs> thank you guys for listening so much again. Another episode of Key Binds, the official podcast of Trample Gaming, is in the books. We will be back most likely next week. Who knows? Something might come up. Maybe we'll be back in two weeks, but we are planning on being back here next week. We'll be covering all the news, probably some more Valorant stuff. It's going to be a blast. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you guys again. We'll talk to you soon. Wonderful rest we'll of your weekend, weekend. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye.
2: Bye.